Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Free and Figuring It Out. I'm Sherelle and this is... Verity, hello. (laughs) Making sure everyone knows which one's which. Thank you again for coming and listening to us. We really do appreciate it as always. And I'm going to dive straight in with what I'm figuring out, which is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, I suppose, Mm. in general. So Mm. um, at the time of recording this, it's the we are in end of March, which is end of the financial year in the UK. And so I was sorting out some of my personal finances and just looking at stuff and everyone's like make sure you put all your money in your cash ISA and all that type of stuff and I was like I need to probably do something a bit risky and I was like really crypto is a thing right now like everyone seems to be talking about it a lot um and it's been on my radar as something to like do but then I, I then I think one day looked at it vaguely and it was just like open a new email address like, because you can get hacked and should you have a cold wallet or should you have a hot wallet and all this? And I was like, oh, my God, this is way more complicated than just logging into something and just buying it. So then mm. I was like, I need more time. And then that meant it went to the bottom of the to-do list. So it's, I put it back to the top um, and I'm currently trying to work out, like, who I should be buying it through and how much money I want to invest and, like, just all that type of stuff. But, it's, yeah, it's definitely exciting. And I do have a few friends that are uh, buying it. Funny, some people that are like buying into crypto, but they don't have any other types of investment. So it's it's really interesting, like who's got on board with the crypto wave and who hasn't. Yes. So I know absolutely nothing about this. And to be honest, it scares me to death. And my initial reaction when I first heard of this stuff was I thought it was a huge scam. Um, I know it's not, but like you said, I think it's such a big thing I wouldn't know where to start with so if anyone's just like listening and being like what in 30 seconds like what is cryptocurrency and why why are people invest like what are the perks of investing in it over like why why have you chosen to to look into that so the main thing I seem to understand is it's a decentralized cent um currency so it's not ruled by the banks and Okay. So I think that's a big part of why people originally got interested in it. It's the way it's like actually you buy it and you hold it, and it's the the technology behind it is actually I think it's blockchain technology, and so it's it's actually just I suppose very separate to how money in terms of what we would have in dollars and pounds and whatever your currency is. How really no one's in control of that value because it is ruled by what the government's trying to decide to do in terms of they can pump more money into the system and it de- yeah. like, impacts the value of it and all that type of stuff. So I think the, re- mm-hmm. the, the original people that got on board were very much around like decentralising um, and the way money is passed around the world and also us having, as individuals, us having a bit more power rather than everything sitting with the federal banks. Oh, I like this. It's a bit like the new version of having uh, money on your mattress, like people used to do when they didn't trust banks, <laughs> kind of. Okay, well, um, I'm sure we'll follow up with your journey yes. with cryptocurrency. Um, 
yeah and anyone who's listening who has invested or not or what you know like get in touch I'm it's something I'm interested in for the future um okay well while you're figuring out that I've been figuring out I've spoke about this before but my relationship with food so in a nutshell I love food <laughs> I used to adore cooking and then I and this is not her fault in any way but then I uh fell in love with a chef and started living with said chef and just sort of I was always used to being the main person in the kitchen in my other relationships or wherever I've lived I was always the key person so obviously I naturally took a step to the side um and through that just kind of lost that connection with with cooking and then sort of got very used to the fact that beautiful healthy meals were just there constantly in front of me um I now don't live with said chef partner due to work and I've just reverted back to my university self with food Uh... so it's all about fuel it's just like I'm so busy and exhausted at the minute that I try and make my evening meal healthy and I try and cook it from scratch but it's not always happening which is really hard for me to admit because I've never really done that before apart from in uni when I used to live off tortellini and starter um but my day is literally like grab and go you know sort of my crisp intake my chocolate intake my biscuit intake has gone up so basically my sugar has gone crazy up and I hate it and it doesn't make me feel good but right now I just do not have the mental energy to put that as a priority So I had a few days where I proper sugar binged and I thought, okay, I need to do something about this. So I'm kind of just in this, it's a bit like me with the gym. Like if someone said, you know, you can have a free gym membership, but it's a half hour walk away. I'd be like, I know hundred percent. I'm not going to go there. Mm. I need a gym to be on my way home to be a five minute walk from where I live. Cause I just know my motivation with exercise is absolutely diabolical. So it's the same with food. Like I'm not going to say oh, I'm going to have loads of green smoothies and everything will be from scratch. And I need to find like a happy medium that, is nutritious and healthy but suits my lifestyle and my energy and, and all of that so that's what I'm kind of thinking about at the minute just trying to figure that out like okay what does that look like and less sugar I really like sugar is now I don't really drink sugar's like my next <laughs> demon <laughs> to assess so yeah so that's kind of what I'm figuring out at the minute mm-hmm. and I'm sure lots of people can relate to that because I think food is always a it's such a hard one for so many people to get that balance right. And like you said, we all have great ambitions and then actually maintaining that sometimes is a very different story. Mm. Now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I have been watching way too much TV. So as most people know, I'm not a big TV person. Lockdown changed that. But I mainly watch films because specifically that's just like you can sit down one evening done. I don't do series. But someone kept saying to me, oh, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. And I watched it and now I'm hooked and I blame them so much. And it's called The Bold Type. Um, It's on Netflix and it's three millennials that live in New York and work for a fashion magazine. (laughs) And I'm hooked. Like I'm so hooked. I think I clearly just didn't pay attention. No. I don't think you did because I got really excited. I was like, oh my God, this is... 
<laughs> and you were probably like, oh, Verity. <laughs> it's probably because it was a series. And I, this is the thing. I, I just don't listen to people when they talk about series because I say I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get involved with it because you get sucked in. But it definitely yeah. has sucked me in. I feel as if one thing that really interests me is so we did episode episode 75 about friendship dynamics is three a crowd. And so I find it very interesting that it's mm. three. Um, because obviously there were probably lots of people that would say like there was similarities to like Sex and City, but the whole point was like Sex and City was four of them. And it's interesting when it's three, how do those work? What, like, yeah, get all that stuff going on. Um, it is making me really miss London though. It's making me be like, oh, I miss like mm. city life and just like popping out and going to events and having drinks and being with your besties and all that stuff. So I think there's also, it's partly to do, my fascination is the time we're in right now. And there's this sort of like, nostalgia-esque even though I've never been to New York it's just that feeling of that bit of life that I'm missing out on right now so yeah that's what I've been watching oh I'm so glad you've watched that it's really funny actually my best friend messaged me the other day she was like oh my god I'm addicted to the bold type absolutely love it it's so amazing and and I've not watched the final series yet I've watched the first three series like whenever they came out and I just adored it because I think deep down I imagine myself a 27 year old working for a fashion magazine in New York and no one's going to take that away from me like that is who I am in some part of my soul and I love the fact and you mentioned sex and city I love the fact that it's so diverse it's so um just aware of the world that we live in you know one of the the main characters is a queer black woman one of the main characters um you know has a relationship with an older man who's on the board um dealing with all those sorts of boundaries and sort of self-worth issues one of the main characters you know has issues with parents um and also um has the BRCA gene and we we delve into health history and and everything and it just feels very um on point and just very in tune with sort of the world that we live in which is so refreshing um so I'm so glad I need to watch season four I literally haven't had a second to watch I'm so desperate and my best friend is now like we need to debrief season four I was like let me watch it let me watch it so congratulations for discovering that I'm very very proud of you um so I have been listeners funny you mentioned um sex in the city because I have been um listening to a podcast called sentimental in the city um it's basically um, a podcast by Caroline O'Donoghue um, and Dolly Alderton. Mm. And it's kind of like, so So Caroline has um, a podcast, um, I think it's called Sentimental Garbage anyway. So they decided to do this little sort of side hustle podcast um, and bring Dolly on. And they basically talk about each series of Sex and the City, not like episode by episode, but they talk about it by themes and by, and it's so interesting. I think you'll enjoy parts of it only because they really pick out, they look at it from a, I suppose, a writer journalist point of view, like they really dissect it in that sense. Um, And they talk a lot about the friendship dynamic and how that has a place and where that lays and it's just I mean I adore Sex and the City and um you know yes very aware that it was horribly undiverse um in terms of LGBTQ plus and also um people of colour women of colour black women but it does have a special place in my heart and so when this came up um 
I don't know it was like it's like you know when you find someone who really has a passion for the same weird thing that you do like I can't go up to any I have one friend my friend actually in Nottingham who adores Sex and the City as well so I know that anything Sex and the City related we can send to each other you know you have different friends for different weird things so but it's it's great have you are you a fan of Sex and the City no I've literally watched I think like one of the films and then maybe a few episodes it's so I was just never into it oh you see I've got the box set I adore it I literally is like yeah and I don't know which character I even want to be I think I want to be all four in a bit of a way so um but yeah really recommend it sentimental in the city um they're quite long episodes so I normally just stick them on in the background and do other bits um but it's just yeah it's just kind of it really feels that girly place in my heart that I have. There so, we yeah. go. Well, I'm glad you are getting to get that girly little bit of chat in your life. I have complete <laughs> opposite when it comes to what I've been reading at the moment. So I have been reading The Referral Engine by John, and I think his name's Jantz. I've probably ruined that. But it is a business book that had been recommended to me multiple times. And I was like, oh, I need to get on it. I need to get on it. But I'm on a bit of a not buying books at the moment because I've got way mm. too many on my to read list but I thought something else it mentioned again I thought no I'm doing it so I went and ordered it and it's basically sort of really I really really enjoyed it I read it quite quickly but what I found really interesting was that it really pushes business owners to rethink everything about how their business is run in order to be ensuring that like referrals are going to happen and they're like they're not an afterthought it's like integrated into the whole process so I as someone who is I don't know I think like some bits of the book may it sounds a bit more like you people have a team and it would say like how you can get like people on different parts of your businesses to get the referrals and stuff but what I actually just found really interesting was just you know how can you be delivering a really good service but how can how can you do it in a way that means people are going to refer and one bit that really like spoke to me was this idea that people want to help their friends and family when people ask for things so when people are saying oh like I'm struggling mm. with this x y z people naturally want to refer people because they want to help and actually our job as business owners is just to make sure it's really clear who we help and how we help people so that the yeah. right people can be connected to us and I was like actually yeah when you put it in that like simple way it's like actually we are helping people even though we want the referrals that actually helps the referee because they are doing a good job for their friends and family when they can recommend so it's like there is great beautiful happiness and healthiness from doing this thing properly so if anyone is listening they're in a business and they don't feel like they get enough word of mouth they don't feel like they do get enough referrals um it's definitely one to consider because I think it will help you to rethink some things are very simple to rethink and then some things are quite big but just to try and actually move that around and I really do believe in the power of word of mouth and referrals so if you're not getting enough in your business definitely check it yeah, well, they say advocacy is like the strongest form of marketing and it's frustrating as marketers because it's the one thing you can't buy or control. You know, it's yeah. pure, just pure organic, isn't it? Word of mouth. But I think it, it is true. Like when I was a coach, I think, and I think a lot of coaches find this, like you're like, I'm a life coach. What do you help with? Everything. Mm-hmm. Well, great. But like, you know, like it, it's what I found is people would come to me and they'd be like I need help with my career and I'd be like okay great I know this girl yes. I need help with self-love okay great I know this woman whereas for me like people couldn't recommend because they were like well 
you know it never I never came to their heads because I was like I did everything and it just so I think it, it's not so much a niche it could be maybe fall into that but it's just refining and defining your offering isn't it and what mm. what you do and we're, we're all gonna sort of have a more specialist area and maybe it's just time to think about what that is I suppose I don't know but yeah it sounds like a really really good book so yeah, definitely I'm sure it. the lovely female entrepreneurs who are listening will have a little Google at that. Um, so I actually rewatched something that I obviously watched when it first came out in 2019. But then I was trying to find something um, to pop on the telly. Um, and I just thought, oh, well, we'll pop this on again. Um, so Brené Brown, The Call to Courage, uh, which was a documentary film. Um, it basically is so Breno Brown. Do we all know Breno Brown? I, f- I feel like I say this and I feel really up my own bottom when I say it because I assume <laughs> everyone should know who she is. And then I say it and so many people don't. And then I, I feel like, oh my God, you're missing out. And then and then I replay that scene in um Wine Country. Did you watch that, Sherelle? I, t- I think I recommended it to you, but I don't know, with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And, no. Um, and Brené Brown is basically in the restaurant that they're in. And these are women celebrating a 50th birthday. So they are all over that. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Brené Brown. And the young barmaid is like, who's Brené Brown? And they're like, you know, vulnerability, courage, <laughs> like all this lot. And she's like, okay, so this is what I do now. I'm like, you know, vulnerability. And everyone's like, um... <laughs> So anyway, um, she talks about what it takes to choose courage over comfort in today's culture. And it was really, I think it's really interesting when you watch something again. It's a bit like reading a book again, isn't it? You take away different things. And some of the things she was saying, like about the movements that are happening, like she spoke about Black Lives Matter. And this was obviously recorded before George Floyd and before, you know, that impact, what that impact had on the movement. And um, it was just interesting hearing these things two years on as a woman, how I've evolved and how my friendships have evolved and people I know and um, what's going on in society. And, you know, we spoke about it, didn't we, Um, Sherelle, about International Women's Day, um, talking about um, making sure that we... um, speak out if we see something that isn't right happening and it it feels like a similar thing it feels like a you know we need to be out of our comfort zone to change the world and also to change ourselves um so yeah it was it was I mean I just adore her I just like think she's amazing if you've never heard or watched her or read anything then please you know research will pop a link but yeah um and she's got a great podcast as well which I think I've mentioned before so yes that's that's what I had a little watch up. You are a big, big Brenny fan. <laughs> yeah. I, can you can you tell? <laughs> yeah, because I've read a few books and a few books have made it onto Papoho's reading list. I think I do really enjoy her stuff when I read it, but I don't I think I'm not fangirl in that same way, if that makes sense. Mm. It's like a I really appreciate yeah. everything she puts out there, but I'm not crazy like running around after her like you, clearly. <laughs> well, you know, we we all have our heroines. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> so this week, um, I, I prompt is around 
friendship because of watching the bold type and it has got me thinking a lot and obviously friendship's been a very interesting year for friendship and the question is what do I love about my friends and when was the last time I told them that because I think very often we are in our own worlds concentrating on ourselves Mm -hmm. a lot of our life problems are about us and I just thought oh this is a nice time to think about actually you know how much do you value your friends and are you sharing that because very often I think we don't actually tell our friends how much they mean to us Mm. I think that's really beautiful life prompt thanks Sherelle lovely well thank you everyone for listening this week we hope you have enjoyed it if anything sparked any interest or questions or comments in you then please feel free to get in touch free and figuring it out at gmail.com or free and figuring it out on instagram and facebook and have a lovely week and we will see you next friday Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.